This is Paul Jenkins, and you're listening to the Reluctant Leader Podcast. Now, I believe two things are true. One, everyone leads someone. And two, no one really feels qualified to lead anyone. So maybe you feel overlooked, unqualified, invisible. But the good news is, in the Bible and in life, the most qualified aren't always the most obvious. Have you noticed that there's an oil for everything, literally everything. There's oil that you can put on your body to keep your you from getting bitten by mosquitoes. There's oil that you can use to help you fall asleep. There is oil for everything. But what we're missing in the country and church today is the one essential oil that we actually need the most. Yeah, welcome to episode 17 of the Reluctant Leader Podcast. I'm Paul Jenkins. I'm your host. Listen, it is Tuesday, November the 8th. It's election day and the winds of change are blowing, not necessarily because of the way the boat's going to go, but just literally outside my house today. It is windy and leaves are going crazy. And we're just going to get together and talk about the one thing that we need in church and in our culture today. And it is the essential oil. I was thinking about this the other day, just how, how popular essential oils are. But in the Bible, the oil is actually a reference to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, that, that's the essential oil that we need. I thought about Matthew chapter 25. Maybe if you've got your Bible, you can go ahead and turn there with me. And let's just talk about the essential oil that we find here in this parable of the 10 virgins, Jesus says, at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. Now, I want you to notice this. They're identified as foolish and wise on the front end of the parable, not on the back end. So because they were foolish, they didn't take enough oil. Or because they were wise, they took an ample supply of oil. They're, they're recognized as foolish or wise before we know what they did or didn't do. But who they were affected what they did. Verse 3, the foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. The wise, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. And the bridegroom was a long time in coming. And they all became drowsy and fell asleep. First off, I want you to know this, when, when, when delays come, when it takes a long time to see the promise fulfilled, it's natural to get drowsy. It's natural to fall asleep. All of them fell asleep. All of them um, found themselves drowsy and tired of waiting. But at midnight, verse 6 says, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. Can I just speak to those of you who might um, wonder what was actually happening here? They all had a lamp. They all had the ability to light the lamp, but the foolish ones had no ability to keep the fire going. They said, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. All of them had lit the lamps. All of them had fire, but only five. We're going to be able to sustain that fire. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. 
But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later, the others also came, sir, they, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you the truth, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. Let's have a conversation about the essential oil of the Holy Spirit. Listen, there's a price that's going to be paid. All of us are going to have to purchase oil. We're all going to have to at some point obtain oil. You can either you can either obtain it on the front end before you need it so that you're ready whenever Jesus returns, whenever the promise is fulfilled, or you can wait and get it in a panic on the back end and hope that you have enough time. This past Saturday, I got up and I went to Concord to run in a 10K. Um, I'm not really race shape yet, but I was going to go. It's the first race I've been in in probably over two years and so I, I got up, I was going to, I'd already paid. I had to go to the packet pickup, but when I got in the car and checked my arrival time, my arrival time was actually 10 minutes earlier than the packet pickup was going to close, was going to shut down. I was like, if I don't get there in time and pick up the packet, I'm not going to be able to run the race. And I knew that I had to get there. I had to park my car, find out where to go. I started to get a little bit panicked. I couldn't think of anything else on the way there, except I better get there on time. I couldn't enjoy my drive to Concord because I was thinking so much about, will I get there in time? Will I be able to get my packet? That's kind of what the foolish virgins were experiencing in this parable. They did not value the oil. They didn't value the necessary amount of oil that they would need. The, the ones who were wise, they had not just the oil that they needed, but they had more oil. There's a prophetic thing going on in the in the body of Christ right now about more. This is a prophetic word about like we need we want to lean into the more. We we want more of God. We want more of the spirit. And that's what wise people do. They aren't satisfied to just get by to just have enough gas to get me where I'm going. No, instead, they want to have more than enough so that they can enjoy the journey so they don't have to be in a panic. Listen, the church today is running on fumes. The church is running on everything but the power of the Holy Spirit. But we need to press into the essential oil of the Holy Spirit, yes? And here's a couple of reasons why. Number one, the oil of the Holy Spirit enables us to witness for Jesus. Acts 1.8 says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. We, we can't witness without the power of the Holy Spirit. We've got to have his enabling power to be able to give a witness of who Jesus is. And not only that, he sustains us. So the, the Holy Spirit doesn't just enable us, but he sustains us in our witness Romans 15, 13 says this, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound, continue in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we read about it here in our parable, right? It's not enough just to have enough of the oil to get the, the fire going. You want to have enough oil to sustain that passion and that flame and that fire. Man, there's a lot of people who are really good at being on fire for the Lord for a moment. 
but God's looking for people who can carry that fire through a movement. Let me ask you this, are you that person? I mean, God's looking for a generation that will rise up and say, I will carry the, the fire of God for my entire life, not just for my, my teenage years or my 20s or in my 30s or wait until I'm 80. He's looking for people who can carry that fire all the way through. In the Old Testament, the priests were actually required to keep the fire burning on the altar. Listen, you and I are called not just to start fires, but to continue them, to sustain them. And the, the Holy Spirit is essential. That essential oil enables us to witness, but sustains us in our witness. And here's the third reason why we need the essential oil of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit proclaims to us and through us. Now check this out. In Ephesians chapter 3, um, man, it's a powerful passage. Let me turn to it, and then we'll read it together. Ephesians chapter 3, Paul's writing, and here's what he says in verse 2. Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to men in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit of God to his holy prophets and apostles. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. The mystery of the gospel, that is the making of one people from many people, the mystery is revealed to us by the essential oil, by the Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? Paul said, other people in other generations haven't known about this mystery, but now it's been revealed to us by the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit reveals this mystery to us, but then he reveals the mystery through us. Listen to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10. His, God, his intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. Listen, when we carry the essential oil of the Holy Spirit, we are able to proclaim to the heavens, to the principalities and the powers that the mystery of God is being achieved, that the the mission of God is actually happening, that people who were divided are now becoming one. If ever we needed this message, it's got to be today when people are going to the polls and they are voting and there is this angst in our country like, will my side win? Will your side win? Will we lose? What's going to happen? Is our country going to be ruined because my side didn't win or my side didn't win when would it be better we just all of this is up in the air and we need to understand that there's a greater message there's a greater race there's a race a grace race that god is bringing together through the blood of jesus christ and when we walk in the power of the holy spirit when we carry that essential oil we're able to proclaim to the hidden powers who are trying to push agendas onto people that what they're trying to do won't work. That, that the unity in the body of Christ, the message of the gospel 
will overcome whatever results there are at the polls today. Whoever's in charge here on earth is not actually in charge over the earth because our sovereign God is proclaiming to the church that we are becoming one and through the church to our enemy, unseen enemy, that we are in fact becoming one. Y'all, this is the message that we carry. This is the beautiful part of the essential oil of the Holy Spirit. We don't just carry the Holy Spirit so that we are ready for Jesus when he returns. We are also carrying the Holy Spirit, carrying the essential oil so that until he returns, we can proclaim clearly and boldly that our God wins. And I hope that that encourages you today, right? I pray that it encourages you to know that no matter what outcome we hear about tonight when we turn on the news or tomorrow when, or maybe next week when all the legal stuff is taken care of and people find figured out who actually won, no matter how that result turns out, y'all, our God wins. Our God rules. We are victorious in Christ because we carry the essential oil of the Holy Spirit. Be encouraged that he is enabling you to witness. He is sustaining you as you witness, and he is proclaiming through you the witness to the heavenly realms, the unseen principalities and powers. He's proclaiming through you to them that they have lost and that he has won. Man, have an awesome rest of your day. I can't wait to have you join me the next time we get together. You've been listening to the Reluctant Leader Podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of this conversation. You can follow us at the ReluctantLeaderPodcast.com or wherever you download your podcast. Be sure that you subscribe and like us and leave us a rating and a comment. We'd love to hear from you and hear what God's showing you. And remember this, no matter how reluctant you feel, keep saying yes and he'll do the rest.